Welcome in to Throwing the Nosebleeds, a very happy edition. Back-to-back oh back weeks. Phillies are up one game to nothing in the National League Division Series, and boy, it was a horrifying game to watch for the well, first the last four time innings. We were, the last time we were here, this series, we hadn't even won a playoff series yet. We were going into the Cardinals. It, it's an unbelievable and thing to think about. That the Phillies are two wins away from advancing to the league championship series. I mean, it, it, this is getting real right you've now. You've seen it plastered all over your Twitter timeline this week, but the Phillies are uh, up one game in the uh, NLDS. The Sixers are getting ready to come back. The Eagles are five and zero. The Union just locked up a one seed. But like, this is things getting couldn't be better. Uh, things couldn't be better. But the this Flyers are starting. This this couldn't. <laughs> okay, maybe they could be a little better. This <laughs> is starting to get real, and, and it's really not out of the realm of possibility to expect big things and a lengthy October run. If you no. look at look at the first nine batters of this lineup, okay? So all nine of them. You had production from not Schwarber, not Hoskins, but JT gets you gets you a nice little leadoff base hit followed by a Harper base hit. This is all in the first inning. You got JT, Harper, Castellanos with a huge, huge yeah, day. we got to talk about him. And, and the catch, the defensive play of the year, in my opinion, out of the entire league. And you got Alec Bohm. I mean, you got single, 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 ground out Segura to start the game, though. But I mean, you go up two to nothing early. Ranger shits absolutely shit. The yeah. I, I just want to get it out of out of the way real quick. Ranger Suarez, they called it the hangover game in Houston because he was horrible. It, it, it's not a hangover game. He he has lost anything he had, and he wasn't good at all really this year. He showed flashes of last season, but if this game gets to five. You can't throw Ranger Suarez back out there for Game 5. Uh, he really, really hurt you. He forced Rob Thompson to make moves that he shouldn't have been forced to make um, with regards to the bullpen. Uh, you had to use Sir Anthony Dominguez, Brad Hand, Jose Alvarado early, and you had to rely on Zach Eflin, who isn't a closer. But but that whole closing experience had to continue, and it got really dicey at the end with the, with the almost game-tying homer by Olsen. But overall... Uh, the offense came out. It, it was just unbelievable. But let's talk about Nick Castellanos real quick. Seriously. Yeah, I mean, the guy that I, I've was, been wearing for the past yeah. month. That, that's true. Just, I was going to say with the offense, like, I think today is a is a good day just based off what they, like, like, finally taking what the game was giving them and not just swinging for homers. You know, like, uh, Alex Rodriguez, funny enough, had a tweet, like, saying, like, you know, using the whole field, like, just single, sack flies. Like, down, everything. Like just doing what, not swinging for the fences every time you come up to bat, like, just taking what the game gives you. And Castellanos, like we said, we're going to get into him. And like I said last podcast, his uh, looming presence of, like, will he finally show up? And, like, when he does, it would be huge. And, like, if we get this Castellanos for the rest of the series, like, it's going to be phenomenal for us. Well, he helped you big time in game and one. I mean, I cannot say that I saw that defensive play coming. I mean, no, no one did. He I didn't even. my pants. He, he didn't even know. Pants. Like, he said that I had no idea what was going to happen. I just prayed to God I would catch it, and I thank God at the end that I caught it. I mean, yeah, he, he was just as shocked as we were, but it was really good to see. But let, if we break down the offense real quick, I mean, you had production in there from Edmundo Sosa, had a Killed absolutely huge him. impact in this game today, offensively and defensively. His first at bat, he doubled, he walked, and then his third at bat, he hit a sacrifice fly. Um, it, it, it just a huge, huge, huge presence in this lineup, and a big credit to Dave Dombrowski for grabbing him uh, at the at the uh, trade deadline. But uh, one thing that does concern me is the top of the the top of the order. The first two guys are giving you nothing right now. I know Schwarber going into the Cardinals series got you there, 
But as far as Reese Hoskins, he had a double today, but he has just he's looked very, very lost at the point. And I'm not just saying this like for the whole like Reese Hoskins troll bit that I do, but I, I'm saying that Hoskins is hurting you a lot at the top of that lineup. And I, I was listening to people that were calling into local radio stations after the game, and a lot of fans are starting to hop on the bandwagon of Hey, listen, Hoskins is hurting you at the top of that order, and he just is. Alec Bohm is playing the Dude. best baseball he's ever yeah, played he, in his entire. We gotta career. we gotta talk about him in the in the Cardinal series a little bit too. He he outperformed both offensively and defensively. Uh, Nolan Arenado, but but yes, absolutely. But which is in? Imagine going back earlier in the season, even at like the I fucking hate this place yeah. time. Imagine telling you right then and there, like a future version of Sheamus comes back in time and says, "Hey, just know the Phillies are not only going to be in the playoffs, but in the wild card series." Alec Bohm is going to defensively yes. outperform Nolan Arenado. No, it's it's crazy. It, that it, is fucking wild. He, he is what playing the best baseball he's played in his young career. Um, obviously, it's not the offensive production yeah. that you expect from a guy with that frame, but he's still giving you single, single, singles, and he's putting the and ball into play. And you can't ask for much more just, out of that's just right. who he is, I guess. And, like just going back to like that. I know at the time that you were kind of like, oh, he's getting the standing ovation for saying he fucking hates his place and all that stuff, but like. I mean, How? I wouldn't have done it. No, no, it. right, but, like, just looking at, like, the, the character arc in Philadelphia that Alec Bohm has wow. taken, like, most athletes don't don't turn around the what he had going. Like, No, a lot of them would have crashed and, crashed and burned after yes. the I hate I fucking hate this place thing. He he has completely turned it around, and he's, like, becoming a folk hero. Yeah, and by the way, after that Cardinals series, he said, you know what, I kind of love this place. <laughs> it, or something like that. Yeah, Salisbury no, asked yeah, them something. Great. It was that a was great, great, I forget the remark, but you guys heard it. But going back real quick to the lineup construction, and I know I can't be nitpicky because I'm absolutely over the moon about the game one victory in enemy territory. Ranger Suarez was trying his absolute best to not let you win that game. Beating up on Max Fried. And by the way, Connor Brogdon, how he made the the roster in this division series, it it blows my mind, David. wait, 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 there's one other guy. Who? Nick Nelson. Nick. Uh, <laughs> yep, oh my God, David Robertson. I was gonna say uh, him going down. He's just cursed no, in the Phillies Ro- uniform. Yeah, David Robertson. Cursed. Go- he got hurt celebrating Bryce Harper's it, home if run. If he gets healthy inning. for the league championship series, I don't want him on that roster. He there's something that I get bad vibes from David Robertson. He just can't I, stay healthy. He can't stay healthy. Sh- it, there's always a thing. La- with him. Last podcast, I said something like uh, I I just didn't know how good it would feel when the Phillies finally clinched and like seeing all that. Well, like that goes double for like. Like the wild card series, just to talk about it real quick, because I know it's old news now. But like those two games, it's like two of the most intense sporting experiences I've had in so long. Like I watched, it was unbelievable. I watched game one at home alone, and you know I was drinking a little bit and just watching the game. When that ninth inning came, like I was on my feet, running around my basement, screaming. I was going crazy. And then for game two, I was out at Chickies and Pete's, and like just like when they won like Not when, a Bryce, sponsor. when the Bryce when Bryce at the home were just like jumping up and down with like dudes at the bar and like running around celebrating real like, quick about the it th- felt great. about the Harper Homer did that not give you like Matt Stairs vibes? Yes. He he needed yes. that so that ba- was a majestic home run, very yeah, similar to the Every, Stairs. That was like a Harper sent. Everyone into the in night. the city's been saying he needed that moment, yeah. and he got it. He absolutely got it. And huge. since then, he's been looking better and better. I well, yeah. today, today I mean he was going opposite. He was field, part like, of that first inning two run rally with a single. Yeah. He also doubled and he singled again, and he intentionally walked him. So it was a good day I offensively also need for the, Harper. I need to double down again on my apology to Aaron Nola. Because he fucking dominated. No, he showed up uh, and against he the Cardinals. He shut everyone up. Um, it, 
honestly, I can't believe that we're at the point where, like, now Aaron Nola is, like, I want him in the big yeah, league. Right. Like, we're all itching for Aaron Nola's next start yes. in the series. And, like, who the fuck would have ever thought that that would be a thing? But can we, like, I, I kind of want to get your guys' pulse, and I'm just going to give you my view on things. I know with this organization, what we've gone through for the past 10, 11 years has not been pretty. It's always been, even Heartbreak. today, even today in we've the called s- it a toxic relationship. In the second or third inning, even today, I was thinking to myself, okay, when do we actually implode? <laughs> when, when is this going to happen? It's the defending world champs. They have scrappy players, really good offensive players and defensive, all-around players they have. But you're getting to the point where if you're up one game to nothing in Atlanta, enemy territory, defending champs, you're the clear under- underdogs, playing with house money going in there. That, they have nothing to say. lose. Like, just play free and easy. But they win that game today. There's something there's something going on with this team. You see it all the time in baseball and in hockey. Seriously, you see it all no. the time in baseball and hockey. There can be special October postseason teams that get hot at the right time, and they they, I mean, the they go pretty far. The and the Braves are a great example. example. But I think the Phillies, I, know, I don't want to look too far ahead. You got Zach Wheeler on the bump tomorrow, 437 first pitch. I'm fucking ecstatic about that already. I, I'm not going to be able to sleep tomorrow or tonight. I, I, I'm really not going to be able to sleep tonight. Zach Wheeler, you, you have your horse yeah, he tomorrow. Had a, he had a great outing against the Cardinals. If you go one. up 2 nothing, going into Rally Towel Citizens Bank Park on Friday night <laughs> With to Nola. clinch it, With I know Nola? we're going to lose a lot of money there, Pat. They're playing a night game? No, it's a 437 uh, Twilight game on... Uh, on uh, Dude, no, it's a 2 o'clock game on... Oh, no. no. It's a 435. It's a 435. I'm getting all confused. Just, Saturday would be listen, the 2 Saturday o'clock. I just want to say the Braves better not let the Phillies win tomorrow because, listen, splitting in Atlanta was enough. Like, no, I, I'll, listen, I don't think they're, they're going to win the whole series. They're going to sweep them if they I don't win think tomorrow. There's any there's doubt. No doubt. I don't think there's any doubt in my mind that we are winning the game, the first game back in Philly. Like That, that comes without a question to me. I don't know. And, and that would set up Cole, a nice clinch ahead, for Pat go and I. Right. Go ahead and Cole take expose this if you need, but like, if they win this game tomorrow, they're finishing it in that game one. And then, yeah. like, even if they split, you go home, and then you probably take that. I think you 100% take that first one. And then, like, you're looking to clinch at home in Philly. Like, oh, my God. Dude. The Citizens Bank Park is going to be fucking but, but Vince, rocking. But, I, I want you to think about that real quick. Right now, because I know O'Leary, I think O'Leary, I think, completely bought in. I'm not sure, but I think I can work on him. But, you know, I see him more often. You know, you don't ever hit me. No, up. I'm, I'm in. But, <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, think about it real quick, dude. You're you're talking about two wins away from from going to the next round, which is the yeah. championship series, which means if you win the championship series, you go to the, the the last dance. Yeah, I mean this is just like unbelievable that we're talking about this. Go back to a week ago when we got swept at Wrigley, right? We are on the cusp of a, a national no, like, league championship series. That's it's what just I was unbelievable. That's what man. I was saying earlier. Like you just got to sit back. And Taylor's in like, champ. It's so nice to sit back. And think about the fact that in the first playoff series in eleven years, the Phillies sent pool holes and yacht Molina and oh my Wainwright. God, we sent they them sent to the them, grave. They sent them to the grave. They won, and now they came out and beat a division rival in Game One of the NLDS on the road. Like on the road, I'd tell I'd tell you you were awesome. smoking crack if you told me they were going to do that. Like no, like it's a awesome. Week ago. I, I would have said yes, I would believe it, but I would have not believed it. You know what I mean? Because no. I I always have to like apologize for the Phillies and say yeah rah rah rah, but deep down I'm hurting bad. Usually when I'm talking about this team, and that's why I can't I can't even believe we, we should also I, but I can't I can't even believe that I I'm I can't believe that we're in this situation. Like Vince said, oh Seamus, I thought you were going to be a little more jacked up, but I mean I I'm I think I'm in shock. Yeah, seriously, I mean I I think I'm in shock. We, we it's also worth mentioning the uh, topper extension. Oh yeah, the topper mm-hmm. extension very well Which, deserved. Yeah. 
No, I, I haven't really seen many problems with his, like, managing, I no, guess. No, not at all. I mean, the only thing that people would have said was uh, pulling Wheeler in game one against yeah, Arizona. I, I don't care about or that. Arizona, St. Louis. But uh, I, I think he negated that with a great decision to uh, put Sosa in as a pinch runner for Boom in that same game, which yes. ended up paying off yes, in and dividends. Uh, but, like, the thing... I, I look around the I'm Nash- happy for... they. That, I'm sorry to cut you off. They love Topper. It seems like the guys will... Will go out on that field and play extremely fucking hard. I mean, look at how they've turned the season around. He might be manager of the year if all is just. Oh, right. he should be manager. So of like, the year. these guys will go out on the field and fucking play their asses. You off You know who for won't him. be manager of the year? That Buck Showalter. <laughs> Buck Showalter will not be manager of the <laughs> Dude, year. The fucking Mets, as the man. Mets also go similarly to the Cardinals to an early grave. You know what Rob stands for? Uh, what's that? Red on. Red October, bitch. Yeah. Oh, I don't. I don't love that. See, be careful with that, that one because we did get in trouble for saying uh, cowgirls at one point. So I don't know. <laughs> that might be a little sexist. Red October, bitch. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna get the email. You're gonna get the email. I love that. I love email that. me. Go uh, for it. It's Pat O'Leary doesn't give a fuck, bitch at gmail.com. <laughs> I but, wait. I do have a complaint. Uh, how was how was Vince not with you the night of? Them winning. I, I don't know. I think didn't he. I think he had a date. You didn't, didn't work. Wait, me? I thought you worked. I don't remember. What day is this? No, you got off. You got off early on Saturday. On Saturday, oh, yeah. Okay. Or Saturday, yeah. Saturday, yeah. I got off early. And then gotcha. we went to we went to Manny. And I Ubered to Manny. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. because my brother and Vince has was something like, oh, wrong. Actually, I hate you guys, so I'm not gonna come. My hang brother out. has I, something wrong with his groin. I was completely unaware you guys were there until <laughs> yes. uh, you were there. So. But let, let's get back on track real quick. I, I like to, for this to be a serious right. show. Can we talk about Ukraine after? Sure. Um, we can talk can about Ukraine after. <laughs> Ukraine? Is that what you want to talk? I don't want to talk about Ukraine. But if you look around the National League, um, what team scares you outside of Atlanta? The Dodgers, right? I, I would yeah. say the Dodgers would scare anyone. Um, yeah, ha- 111 wins. But, but here's That's why we have to be big San Diego Padres and Austin Nolan fans. Uh, against the Dodgers, and they start tonight at 937. Mr. Clevenger on the bump. Dude, I a San Diego Padres, Phillies, and LCS. I know I'm jumping way ahead of the curve, but a Padres, Phillies, and LCS is going to be fucking I mean, assuming, insane. If we're assuming, Nola versus Nola. If we're assuming the Padres get there, that would mean they're also insanely hot at the moment. Absolutely, but I think that us beating the Atlanta no, no, yeah, Braves... Yeah. Would be the exact would, same as, as could, the Padres that would beating be the Dodgers. Possibly the two hottest teams in baseball. Because people are sleeping on the Padres. I, for one, was not shocked when they won that uh, wild card series. I was happy, but you have Juan Soto, Manny Machado. You have very good starting pitching. Trent um, Grisham. Trent Grisham, who just came out of nowhere. To, to, to Shout out to Sean Sarsation. It, it's just unbelievable. They have folk heroes and veterans stepping up. And that's with Juan Soto not having a good year. And he is similar. I know this isn't a Padre show, but similarly to the Philly situation with Castellanos and Harper, if they get Juan Soto going and Josh Bell going and Brandon Drew, we go, I mean, that team is so deep. I, I think I think they could definitely beat the Dodgers. I think that series is going to go five, and I, I'm going to say Padres over the Dodgers in, fi- in five. That'd be crazy because the Dodgers are similar to the Mets in that they are a great regular season team but they just fall short in the, in the playoffs and are very underwhelming in the playoffs outside of the COVID year, which was, a, a you know, as Anthony Gargano would say, it's a Fugazi year. Uh, in my opinion, I agree with that too. And by the way, Justin Turner tested positive for coronavirus, went right back on the field to touch everybody. You know, I mean, that, that was a Fugazi World Championship. And uh, in the American League, real quick, hold on, you got the Guardians and the Yankees tied up in one. You know the Yankees are going to blow that somehow. 
and then you had the Astros walking it off today that was, over the that Mariners. Was electric. That was electric. Jordan Alvarez with the walk-off homer. And Dusty Baker jumped like 80 feet in the air, and Almost he may have had a heart attack or pulled the release of David Robertson. But um, he's gonna come by. He's gonna uh, come to uh, coach tomorrow in a wheelchair. Yeah, he might not be available for the LCS if they <laughs> make it. He, he might go on the uh, injured list. But getting back on track to the Phillies, man. Uh, the reason why Vince and I want to throw this off of you real quick. Um, Alec Bohm was in the starting lineup today in his usual six slot. Now, with the way he's playing offensively, that is not the correct uh, a spot for a, a hitter like this at this point. Lineup. This guy's a contact hitter. He gets on base. He takes his walks. You have a guy who's Hoskins who is feast or famine. He's been mostly famine. Uh, so when he runs into one, put Hoskins at the bottom of the lineup because pitchers are more likely to sleep on his power because he's that far down in the lineup. I don't care what anybody says about scouting reports. They see a guy that's gone from second to sixth in the lineup. They're going to sleep on him. They're going to throw him some fastballs. And that's what Reese Hoskins needs, a fastball right down the heart of the plate. And if he gets multiple up every at-bat, he's going to end up hitting some balls out of the ballpark. And I think Rob Thompson, my first gripe with Rob Thompson as an official manager of the Phillies, uh, um, is is still going with Reese in the two-hole. I think you're not being fair to Reese, even. He's clearly struggling up there. Like I said, he had the double, and he lined out sharply to, third, to Austin Riley yeah. earlier. But it's just the production's and out there. He's killing you at the it, top of the order. It kills the top of the order, especially when Schwarber's struggling because – it's it's and Schwarber's going to struggle as as the power hitter he is. It's feast or famine with him too. So I mean, it doesn't make sense at the top of the order. It hasn't all season. Uh, JT I like in the three hole. Bryce I like in the cleanup hole. He's very very comfortable there. You do not under any circumstances move Castellanos anywhere. He yeah, stays after today. He yeah. stays. I don't care about defensive replacements or anything like that. He stays five and he stays in right field. But uh, as far as the the six hole go, put Hoskins in the six hole. I would even argue. Put Hoskins in the seven hole, bump Gene up to to six. Yeah, and Gene, by the Gene's way, is back. I mean, it, the the dude's back to tearing the ball off the cover again. I mean, he got so. us that win in game one against the Cardinals. And much. today, an RBI single, and he followed that at bat with a double. And while we're talking about boom, him getting hit was electric to bring in that run in that oh first game. Oh my god, like, did you love that passion? Getting, yeah, standing up that and going perfect. crazy. That was badass Chase Utley shit. Like, all right, hit me. I, I'm fucking pumped up about getting hit. <laughs> and then, not, again, not to focus too much on this, but like. That second game, watching him make defensive play after defensive play after defensive play, it was third. truly shocking. He's he's fucking here, man. Like, he's yeah. actually no, here, he's like, here. for real. And and it's it's weird. You want the power, but he's but for what we have, I'm not complaining. He's fucking no, here. absolutely not. And Pat Bryson Stott stepped up big time in the St. Louis series, mm-hmm. and that's why I texted you bugging out a little bit this morning. Like I was freaking out when I saw Being that starting lineup. Bitch, I didn't yeah. like it. I didn't like Edmundo Sosa in the lineup in a playoff game. I really didn't. I said, here's a guy that's missed the last three weeks. I loved him making the final out against the Cardinals, too. That was phenomenal. But, I mean, he's he's a guy that's missed a lot of the year in, in, right. the, in the final stretch. And I was like, I don't know. And he's Bryson put together some great at-bats in St. Louis. So, but I mean. At the same time, he hasn't been producing as much as he has been in the past. That's obviously. true. And, obviously, Rob Thompson was correct. Today. Yeah. <laughs> you obviously. say that again. Uh, so, uh, but, no, I mean, Sosa, like, literally is just a little bit of a spark plug. Yes. Yeah, he's like, like a he's like big energy boost. Goes. But I, I don't think we understand just how huge it was, especially in the, well, in the Cardinals series, because there's only been one Braves uh, game so far. But how Bohm. Veerling, Sosa, and Stott stepped up mm-hmm. in their first ever taste of postseason play. 
that's going to bode so well yeah, for the future even, of this organization. Even more. Even Marsh. I mean, the daycare carried you, it, at least in game one of the Cardinal series, carried you. And, and guess what? They carried you to where you are. Yeah. And they did not. They, I mean, they, sh- they they were shined in in postseason play. It's just unbelievable. And that's why I have a feeling that they can beat the they can beat the Braves. I'm not saying they're going to sweep. I think it's possible, but I think they could beat the Braves. And no. Jesus Christ, Listen, who knows like how hot they're going to get in the today, next round if they advance. After today, it is not being biased. It is not being a homer to say that there is a very fine chance no, they the are Phillies legit. advance this, uh, this round. You least. know what they proved in game one at least? That they belong in the postseason this Absolutely. year. Absolutely. They proved that today. By Which a lot of us did not think going no. into the postseason. And, and honestly, it, I, I know you have to count every run. Everybody knows that. Like, we're going to get into the Eagles. Like, every point counts that the Cardinals scored, too. So, I mean, it's not like that doesn't matter how close it was. But for the majority of the game, you're up on the Braves 7-2, to 7-1. to one. I mean, they beat the shit out of them. I was going to say, this is a game where you kind of dominated. It might not show on the scoreboard because, you know, you get a... Th- a three-run home run at the end. Or it was three runs, right? Yeah, home run at the end of the game. And, and by the way, uh, you know what? It's I, now that it's over, big hat tip to Matt Olson, who with two outs. Yeah. I think it was also with two outs. listen as crazy one out. One out as crazy still, that's well, a clutch yeah. hit. As crazy as it's gonna sound, hat tip to Zach Eflin for being able to keep school. Yeah, he kept he didn't break down. So but I think so Ranger people, did too, though. People mentioned that, and I think that a big part of that is being a starter. Yeah, because obviously you're gonna get teed off on a little more if you're a starter as opposed to a closer. And so he's more of a contact goes, pitcher. Yeah, obviously. But it's just I think a lot of that keeping that cool was because of him being a starter. But at the same time, I don't want him I, I know, yet. and we were talking about that I on the really drive don't in, want him Taylor. Closing. But I know I know you're not comfortable. But but who would you like today I feel like Rob Thompson was put in a bad situation. Yeah, I mean it was a dog shit situation because like obviously when your starting pitcher goes out in the fourth inning, that fucking sucks. Like what yeah, do you do I, beyond that? He has to give you a little more than yeah. that. And then obviously like are like middle guys in the bullpen are like. Yeah, Bellotti eh, is like, like one of those guys that's not horrible, but it's like you don't want to see. But him in he could get game. he could get like broken open at any time. Any time, and he puts a lot of runners on. Runs exactly. runs high counts. Pratt um, Hand did a good job too, but he also runs deep counts. Yeah. So I mean, when you're when you're up in the pitch count like that on guys, and it's just like you're just building and building and building. It's just like yeah, it's just, it gets hairy. It gets I, really yes. Hairy. Um, I, I do want to say one thing, Vince, about Ranger. <laughs> And if you look at if you were watching the did you watch you watched from the beginning and you were yeah. pretty much you know paying attention, <laughs> it, it didn't. Yes. No, I'm just genuinely curious no, I, because yeah. his final line didn't look nearly as bad as it was because he got himself into some serious trouble loading mm-hmm. the bases a couple of times and Brian, twice in a row two innings in a row. Yes, dude. and the Braves manager Brian Snicker said in his post game uh, remarks that listen we had opportunities but we did not get that big hit. Oh yeah. I, and Ranger, you do, I at least, will give him credit for working out of several, several horrific situations that he did to himself. But, I mean, it could have been a lot worse. Yeah. It could have been a, sh- yeah, a I mean, whole lot worse. One run. Yeah. That's, I, that's pretty And insane. I think he scattered three hits. Yeah. I also, like, love that, like, they did a little better today with the runners in scoring position thing because mm-hmm. I feel like that, like, I was saying, you know, dominating, not showing up on the scoreboard. I feel like game two of the Cardinals should have been, like, 6 nothing. Yes. Like, yeah. But, like, they have had a problem all year with runners in scoring position. I feel like today was definitely an improvement upon that. But that that first inning was kind of a disaster. And just real quick, I'm not going to break down every inning. Don't worry, Vince. Because I yell at you for breaking down Eagles games. But that, but that first inning was a disaster with Acuna leading off with a double. Yeah. Then he got Dansby Swanson, who looks... I mean, he's got the Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt disease right now. Yeah. Four strikeouts today. He is absolutely lost. Dude. Couldn't buy a hit today. Not to, not to backtrack. Paul Goldschmidt, man. 
Oh, horrible. And Nolan Aronofsky. Ho- horrible, horrible, horrible. The lights were too bright. They were they folded big time, and their manager did a horrendous job. Yeah. Ali Marmel did not Sorry, but yeah. did not do well. But Go he on. starts off with a double. Acuna struck out Swanson, who's an automatic out at this point. Austin Riley walks. Matt Olson walks. And then, the first time he got himself out of trouble with the bases loaded, got William Contreras, who is a Philly killer and an overall yeah. unbelievable offensive player, uh, hits into the 6-4-3 double play to get out of it. I mean, so he did get himself out of a lot of trouble. But then he goes back to another Philly killer in the second inning who leads off the inning with a with a solo homer in Travis Darnot, who was drafted by the Phillies, of course. Um, Classic. You know, you know, just could have been our catcher when we were going through the Andrew Knapp years. and you know. But listen, today is the kind of game that the Phillies signed up for this offseason. Like, you brought this offense, these weapons, in to to win these kinds of games. To win a game where the your pitcher, and listen, I know it came late, so like six runs, whatever, but like the kind of game where your pitcher lets up or your pitchers let up a good amount of runs, but your offense just says, we're just better, we have more firepower. Like, today is a good example of why you did it, and it plays perfectly that Castellanos finally showed up yes. to add into that, but... This is the kind of shit that we all said before this season. Like, we're expecting it to be a lot of high-scoring games. You know, ring the fucking bell is the is the motto of the team. Smash like, the fucking bell. Smash the, like, right. So, basically, like, you'd like to see better from Ranger, but, like, I'm also, like, this offense is just here. No, absolutely. It, it finally showed up. It, it's, you know what, I, I think it's stupid to compare um, different championship teams. You know what I mean? Like, if, if I'm going to sit here and compare 08 and now... It's like, well, offensively, <laughs> I, I don't know what the statistics say, but as far as our lineup goes with depth, I, I'll, I'll put it up there with, with that 08 team. Only because I know you have your Chase Utley's, your Ryan Howard's, and, and your Jimmy Rollins's, but the way this team can hurt you in so many different ways with Schwarber, Hoskins when he's going right, Romuto, Harper, Castellanos, Bohm, Segura, Veerling, Soso, or however you want to throw out shortstop, Stott. I mean, these are guys that can hurt you. That's a deep, deep lineup. And they proved it today in game one. It's just, I, I don't know, man. I don't want to get too ahead of myself because this team is known. This is still the same team that breaks our hearts. Yeah, It's, st- it's still there. Uh, it, listen, I, I think they caught some a little bit of magic, though. It, it's there just based off the name, but, like, I don't know. Uh, this, this, it feels this different. It's starting to feel different. It yeah, feels it different, feel different. And, and rightly so. That <laughs> What they did in St. Louis was dude, insane. These are games we have seen the Phillies lose. A yeah. million times yeah. over this past eleven years. Oh my god! And I was waiting for a wa- another right. walk off like, homer, <laughs> dude. In, yes, in, especially in St. Louis. In what other time in the last eleven seasons, for regardless of if it's a playoff game, do the Phillies in the bottom of the ninth inning on the road score six runs and win a game like that? <laughs> never. Or the top of the ninth. Sorry, uh, I'd argue never. That that does not fucking happen. Like th- these are just things that like we are not used to and like yeah we're so we're we're always i said last episode philly fans were always waiting for the other shoe to drop it's always too good to be true which and is i was people, certainly waiting for yeah. that but like listen i'm not saying it's not gonna happen but like i'm at least like expecting it to not saying we're gonna go all the way and win but like not like lose in some horrible dramatic fashion well we are like i have faith we are favorites right now to advance to the nlcs that, after wow. one game what which a, what a fucking which is absolutely a beautiful thing the five game series is has the potential to work out in the Phillies' favor, because if the Braves go down two to nothing, man, it's it's very very troublesome for that for that team. If they go down two nothing, they're, it's done. I'm I'm saying it. I, I, will, I don't I, will, I don't see I will them winning two in a row in Philadelphia. Absolutely, I, not. I do not see that happening. I know how good they are. 
I know how deep their lineup is. I know they're defend they're the defending world champions. But you don't go into Again. Citizens Bank Park with forty five thousand people there, including this Patrick confidence and I. coming Again. from. My God, clip, clip this. I'll take you. It. Just Taylor. have not been watching Taylor, this team, Taylor. Taylor, Taylor trust you me, you haven't. I'm I not, mean, I'm I've not, been listening to you guys for the past year. But but I'm not rah rah rah. I I'm no, actually like legit. Right I'm now. actually I'm actually objectively looking at this team and saying this this team has a chance to go deep into They're the hot. postseason. They're hot. And that's what matters. They're already in the second Listen, round, dude. Feel free to clip this and cold take expose me if they go up. 2-0 tomorrow, there is absolutely a 100% certainty they win this series. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't no, see I them like, I don't see them like, losing two in a row. Like I in Philadelphia, I've never so been more blow. confident in anything. If they if it's 1-1, like I still think the Phillies have a pretty good shot at winning it just cuz splitting in Atlanta as I said earlier in the series is a huge win for this team, but they go up 2 nothing. I'm 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 saying it's done. But the it's Phillies over. advantage Fuck it. the Phillies advantage is the rotation. I am not afraid of any of the brave starting pitchers except for Spencer Strider, the potential rookie of the year. And he's injured, and he might come out of the bullpen later in the series. He's not even a factor. The one guy you have to contain, and Aaron Nola has a lot of problems with Ronald Acuna Jr., and the rest of the league has a lot of issues with him. Yeah. But, he's I mean, fucking great. I mean, he was phenomenal today. But, but, dude, this is a formidable world champion starting lineup, so you can't sleep on any of these guys. Austin Riley and Matt Olson combined for like 65 or 70 homers alone this year. That's their three and four guys. So, I mean, this this team is very, very good. William Contreras, like we mentioned, is the Philly killer. Travis Darno kills us. Uh, the rookie, another rookie of the year candidate they have in center field, Michael Harris, the, the second or the third? Yeah, well, second. Yeah. The second. I, just, I have so much faith in Zach Wheeler, man. It's just, I mean, they, they have their work cut out for them with this Atlanta Braves lineup, but, I mean... So, do, I mean, so way, does that offense. Your next the way Wheeler and Nola's stuff looked in St. Louis. Exactly. Like, no one wants to face God. them. Nobody wants to the face way, them. Just the way that they were pitching, it was like doing surgery. They, they made like, they, they picked made, those guys apart. They made them look like absolute fools. Yeah. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, it, you took you took one guy that was potentially going to be MVP until it hit September, and absolutely just destroyed him. We, no, absolutely. We did kind of go away. We wanted to say about who we think should be the closer, like because obviously there's some issues with Eflin, like. I would There's say some issues with the bullpen period. Yeah, I mean, right I now. would say probably your best bet is either. I w- actually no, I would say Sir Anthony. No, I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd say Sir Anthony. I mean, sure. maybe Alvarado. I, I think today's outing by Sir Anthony Dominguez was so huge. It was both two, both for his confidence, two perfect innings, both for his confidence <laughs> and for the organization. Yeah, I'd be comfortable with him at. A, I at I'd be more comfortable with him just because, as we've seen in the past, Alvarado tends to let the pressure get to him a little bit. Um, and I know you were talking about that, Shame. So yes. it's like. I don't fully have confidence in him in that like type of situation. No, I get he that. He has shown that he he's can, been great. He he can pitch, obviously. <laughs> like fucking the guys throwing a hundred mile an hour cutters right down the middle and nobody can hit him. But um, I I do think that Sir Anthony just because he has a little bit more closing experience in general, and his stuff has just looked phenomenal. Um, I think he's he's a better bet for I, closer. I th- no, I I definitely agree. And I, I agree with that. that. I think it, uh, you know Topper should definitely make that move going forward. I will say this though, I I, I know that um, Alvarado got, you know, he got he got lit up in St. Louis a little bit. Allowed the, the first homer yeah. in, in a couple months. Yeah, to I mean, Yepes, but here's a guy that he's never seen before. Probably he's 23 yeah. years old. I mean, also pinch like, hit homer like off the said, bench. That was the first homer he's allowed in quite some time. But the yeah. two guys that I trust the most are. Alvarado and Sir Anthony right now, and they're very similar pitchers too. I mean, they're both hundred mile an hour absolute. Bombers they're they're flamethrowers. Yeah, the like problem with with uh, Alvarado is when he loses his command, it's yeah. it's very very bad. 
but he's been he's been lights out since coming back up. I know, and I mean, I think he just went down there, and those guys were like, "Hey, you got to throw cutters more." Yeah, I mean, and then he started hitting his cutters, and it was like, "All right, game over, cool, good stuff." But like you said today, um, Pat, uh, Sir Anthony gave you two innings, struck out three. <laughs> he no, was no it runs, was no beautiful. hits. It was beautiful. Brad Hand went two thirds of an inning with a with a strikeout. Connor Brogdon is is a mess. <laughs> I, I don't think you'll see him for the remainder of the playoffs. Certainly not the remainder of the series. He probably won't be on the roster. I'll probably be on the roster, but still. A, a third of an inning. Listen, I know we don't. Two hits, we two said bad runs. vibes. We don't trust them. But David Robertson getting that dumbass injury does suck because he it did does. look good before he got hurt. I, mean, I, yeah, I just think he, he's him cursed. And, him and Syndergaard are he's the only two with playoff experience in, yes. in the bullpen. So it's like, but But if you remember, sucks. David Robertson, uh, outside of the last like one or two outings that he's had for us, no, I know. he was starting to lose no, it a little bit. No, yeah. I know. But honestly, like, the but way the pedigree he, is there. It's that, and it's also like he can handle the pressure. He's been there before. Uh, he's not going to fold the possibly like some of the young guys. No, it's I'm certainly... Like, I'm not I mean, going to lie and say that it's not a blow to this team. Yeah. Because th- with a bullpen like this, it's a huge blow. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, listen... <laughs> Especially when you're bringing in fucking Nick, Nick Nelson to replace him. <laughs> uh, and then, God, uh, Nick Nelson. He's got to hate the face. There's no doubt about that. And then, oh, my God. I would punch him in the face oh so Oh, my quick. God. Just, just, <laughs> but doesn't just he look, just look like... Yeah, him. he looks like such a fucking, like... Weeb. He just I don't even like know how to also, I know we came into the song. I just love that that song is it's now awesome, like their, their like playoff it's song. So good. It's, it's awesome, it's very, man. Like seeing the video of them singing in the in the locker room was very funny. And like watching Kyle it, Schwarber belt it out, probably having dude, no clue what it's it, about. Yeah, definitely. It not. can't be understated. <laughs> I don't vibes, think Bryce knows either. The vibes look good. Don't in tell that, them in that locker room. All the videos on it's Saturday. A great song, by the way. Yeah. It is a great. What's I also let's give him a shout out. Callum. It's a great name. It's an Irish name with the Callum. The Callum's an Irish name. Uh, Callum Scott. Scott, yes. Callum Scott, it. big shout out. Always invited T-S-T-O. on the show. This is, by the way, a music. Yeah. This is a music podcast too. Uh, Callum Scott <laughs> podcast. We we can go from Noah Richardson to Callum Scott. There and were really skyrocket. There the were fame. some insane. Uh, Garrett Stubbs shared the whole entire uh, post game win playlist with Alex Coffey. <laughs> you should which, see by the way she's goaded. The playlist. It's a horny playlist. It, 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 there are some. There horny are a bunch of down in Dallas. Dick, Dick down, down in Dallas, Dallas baby. Birthday sex. Why? Birthday Birthday They like to my fuck. My dick. They fuck hard. Yeah, this lineup fucks, hard. bud. They fuck. Well, Bryce, Bryce just started fucking, so he's really into it. <laughs> Bryce's probably been fucking like a rabbit. He probably has like three fu- more kids fu- on the way. But you definitely, he's one of Someone those like strict to the book Mormons <laughs> that didn't fuck anything until he got married. 100%. Someone informed me that uh, the Jack Black's band. Oh yeah, yeah. Tenacious, tenacious D. Oh, tenacious fuck her, fuck her gently. Fuck yeah. her gently, man. That's a good song. You know Jack Black's always fucking gently because he probably's got a small pecker. That's always going to be a little gentle. Motion to the him. ocean, baby. Pecker. Yeah, he's got a small pecker. I would imagine. Oh, you never heard that before? Uh, in I your, just I've, I haven't heard it in a while. Uh, Afro man's <laughs> Afro man's <laughs> in your pussy uh, is on the playlist. <laughs> now you pony. We, we're gonna get pony a lot by of genuine. Letters. Vince, yeah. we're gonna get a lot of letters. Thank God this isn't Bell and the Bourbon, or we'd be in some <laughs> serious issues. Yeah, there's some weird songs that just don't. I fit love in it here, though. No, hey, I love it. it. Whatever. Hey, if it gets the boys fired up for some, I'm gonna uh, be playing. It. Yeah, <laughs> by the way, did you? Tw- uh, she's a. She's by the way one of the best beat writers that they have besides Jim Salisbury. I mean, she asked the best questions. By the way, seriously, getting that playlist is like but yeah. goaded move. But but Alex Coffee is a very good. I mean, she asked the correct questions when people yeah. are afraid to ask certain things. It's weird. Not Jim though. Jim will fight Nick Castellanos <laughs> if need be. Well, I mean, he was throwing off the mask and everything. Yeah, we had the whole beat writer discussion earlier. But but you know I what just, she said? I thought it was really weird when she got publicly shamed by Pete Rose and no oh, one I mean, came dude, to her defense. But nobody the surprised. Every, but the way that everyone in the city pissed and shit their pants about the. And listen, I was on Jim's side, but everyone like came to his oh, aid like he needed. No, help. it was ridiculous. Yeah, it was insane. But by the way, did you see her tweet? 
then she said she tweeted like uh, "Dancing on My Own" is already yeah. on. LOL. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it was like five minutes after they returned to the locker room. Yeah, they probably just showered. Oh, that dude! I cannot wait for like. I don't know what moment exactly it's going to happen, but you know that's coming on at Citizens Bank oh, Park. Oh, absolutely. I, it's definitely coming on. I just want you to picture this. Imagine the Phillies are up by a couple runs. But you know what's going to start in the in the upper deck? People are going to start singing. Imagine the I'm Phillies, just going to bring my speaker in on set. The Phillies if are up by a couple <laughs> runs late in the game, and Citizens Bank plays that like during the seventh inning stretch. Oh, that'd be sick. That'd be insane. That'd be electric. Oh, but all I want to hear, man... At the end of the final Terry hour on Cows. Saturday, if necessary, parentheses, is, is that high hopes. High hopes. Got to hear the high hopes. That's I was the last game. Right, you guys. I was hammered on after game two of the wild card <laughs> series, and we started singing high hopes in uh, Pat's living room. It was amazing. So and then you started crying. Yeah, then I, I started say, crying. Can we get <laughs> <into> the crying? <laughs> the Phillies winning has me just feeling By the way, like a kid again. I it went. So, it feels so nice. No, I mean, baseball was the first sport that I actually like paid attention to as a kid. Yeah, because so the Phillies like, were, is, yeah, they the were, the Phillies best, were yeah. probably the best team when I was in my formative years. Yeah, back. so it's like, it's it's so, and like I, I know I said it last week, but it's so nostalgic and it's just so like, oh my fucking Red God, October. Can, can we revisit back. though real quick before we move on to the birds? Um, th- we said before that this could be like 07. You know what happened in 07 in the d- division series? They got swept by the Rockies. The Phillies are up one game to we're nothing. Already, yeah, we're already above that. I mean, <laughs> this is better than 07. Uh, I'm just going to, I don't know what happened the, the next year, but this is better than 07. <laughs> I do have my shirt, uh, my 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 uh, away jersey, my Sir Anthony Dominguez jersey, very fittingly. Love that. But I'm wearing it in the stylings. I don't stylings. think you've taken that off for like a week. No, I washed it last night. Are you sure? Yes, I'm wearing it in for the, the first st- time in a week. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm wearing it in the stylings of Nick, Nick Castellanos. I went gold chains. Dude, you know what I mean, dude? I'm just gonna and I, I'm popping Nick it Castellanos off a bit. is fucking. He's, he's look at those he's pecs. Hot, He's hot. He is hot. He's hot. I've been saying that since day one. He's got a weirdly odd big nose, though. I mean, he, dude, in that po- doesn't in the po- matter. In the post game press, still fuck your bitch. In the post game press, <laughs> no, he, won't. he He's looked, married. He looked good, man. He looked good. That's all I'm gonna say. Nah, I, no, he didn't. But like, he looked have, good at the plate. I have no idea what he looks like. He looks really? like a, he yeah. looks like an Italian stallion. I could wake up next to him, not know who he is. <laughs> Why would you be waking? <laughs> I'm just dancing on my own. I'm gonna send Taylor a picture of him in the post game. No, person. I don't want. No, is that I don't song like? Is that wait? Is that song like? Don't want to know. He looks like a Greek god. Wait, is dancing on my own like? Did you write that? Because uh, never mind. What? what? Never. Never mind. Never mind. Are you asking if he likes the song? Yeah. Yeah. No. Do you like the song? But why would? Sure. Why would? You have a girlfriend, right? I'm just, he's you know, like if he said, well, but no, but why wouldn't you say walk if into I passed, my living room? Why didn't you say that? Why did you have to wake up next to him? Sheamus, I don't care. Seamus doesn't like even hypothesizing yeah. you with another man unless it's him. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't know. If you're gonna, if you're gonna wake up next to a man, Taylor, it, it should at least be me. <laughs> no, I should know about this. Yeah, this this hypothetical exactly means I'm gay. <laughs> All right, I mean, and if you say on. so, go go, Phil's Red October is fucking bad. Yes, let's talk about Zach. Now Wilson. let's talk about the. Uh, oh. Let's talk about the other half of a car- Cardinal Slaughter weekend. How about that? Uh, Double weekend. bird. Beautiful weekend. Double bird. So, obviously. Real quick before we start, I just want to ask ahead. Taylor, how was it being there for the last kick? Got to be a horrible stadium, by the way. That this, looks horrible. The stadium did suck. Yeah, it I looks mean, horrible. But horrible. our whole section was Eagles fans. It was, I put the video on Philly Sports Trips Twitter. It was like, everybody's quiet. It's like, all right, is it going to miss it? Miss it? And it's like. Wait for the refs to give no good, and then everybody Explosion. fucking loses it <laughs> yep. for at least like a minute Dude, straight. This the whole was 
section. This was it looked like a home game, it, dude. It was, from the field yeah. level, yeah. I was it, gonna say it, it was, was all Birds fans. Very yeah. reminiscent of the Commanders game in that sense. Like it looked like a fuck ton of green jerseys. And even even Nick Sirianni at the end, he was like, "This was might, might as well been in Philadelphia, <laughs> dude." I, like not to like pipe our city up, but like, does any fan base travel like this? I don't think so. We have to be. I, the I best. think Philadelphia Steel- travels the Steelers best. Steelers fans yeah, definitely Steelers, travel. Uh, Chiefs. Like we gotta be among the Bills. Like, Bills fans kind of. We've already taken over two. I will say though that I think. And I said it out of five the, games. I said it in the group chat last night. Kansas City has to be the best home crowd in the league. Oh yeah, I'm pretty sure that's has like, got to be. They're noted as one of like, the best I mean, home field. Every advantages. game that I, every Chiefs game that I watch from Arrowhead is just like I can hear it through my television. Yeah. At how I'm pretty loud sure they're like scientifically proven to be the loudest. Yeah, from dec- maybe uh, from a decibel. Is it no, it's a decibel oh, okay. thing, right? Yeah, is that Seattle? Yeah, gotcha, the, gotcha. the, the way their stadium is built. Sorry, no, no, no. They have the best receiver in the league in Tyler Lockett. That's I'm why. I'm sorry, Seattle. But uh, anyway, back to the Eagles. So, like, let's just look at the the like outline here. The Eagles are five and zero. They're among pretty much everybody's power rankings as one or two, and in they the should league, be number they one. Should be. They should be number um, one. Obviously, this is the one game where people are gonna say there's some negatives, which absolutely there are, and we'll talk about them. But like, it was the most frustrating win that I've my, watched this season. I'll, we'll all get our general senses out in the game before we go down. My like biggest takeaway is this was a trap game. Jameis, you were right. Anyone else that said this was a trap game, absolutely right. And I, it felt like a trap game. It felt like watching the Eagles play. They were overlooking the Cardinals. I mean, you got a fucking Sunday night football game against the Cowboys next week. This could easily be a game that they kind of overlooked. By a, a shitty team, the Cardinals, no offense, who've been playing And bad. they were focusing more on and, Dallas. Yes. Full offense, full offense. And like... I could, I could just see by the way they couldn't tackle, and there were other things where they just kind of seemed that they had overlooked this team. But they walked into a trap game on the road, and they won it. A win is a win, no matter how the fuck you get there. A win is a win, and good, more importantly than anything, good teams or great teams or Super Bowl contending teams win these types of yes, games no when doubt. they don't play their best, when they have a, a good amount of negatives and things that they need to improve on. When AJ Brown like, isn't even a factor. Yeah, but yeah. when AJ Brown completely becomes a non-factor after the first drive. Good teams, great teams win these types of games. I'm just happy they won it. No, oh, I'm thrilled that they won it. But I will tell you this. Patrick and I were at Barnaby's watching this game. We, we weren't getting drunk at all. I was extremely viciously hungover. <laughs> but, I mean, it was like, it was so frustrating to watch. And Patrick, the way O'Leary watches games, it's horrifying. <laughs> it, like, and oh, him watching a, a Sixers game or an Eagles game is horrifying because you can't even like talk to this guy about anything yeah. <laughs> because he's so dialed in and he's pissed off, but then he's like jubilant. It's it's amazing, but the fact that they couldn't make tackles like for the oh, entire that was, that was the entire game me. almost it, it literally drained it, me. It, I was actually like pissed off, like what the fuck, dude? Like, but well, but it like, was horrible. Like Jonathan Gannon was taking a little bit of heat for this game, but like. Don't get me wrong. Um, he wasn't perfect, but like this was on the players. I, I think so Gannon yes deserves no. some blame. He does. Des- he definitely deserves some blame. No, for the absolutely. Soft he was playing because his soft coverage is absolute bullshit. Just imagine how it different a like game he is. Was, it looked like he was scheming for downfield passes to D Hop the entire time when D Hop isn't even on the field. No, I agree. Like, that's why I'm saying that's, he wasn't that's perfect. What it was Maybe he didn't realize he was still suspended. I don't <laughs> know. Yeah, imagine <laughs> how different this game is. That, that's the how much they overlooked this match. Yeah, this, they thought it was week six. Already. This game's a lot different if the so players on the field make the make the tackles. Yes, and y- that doesn't mean that uh, Jonathan Gannon is absolved from uh, his sins because mm-hmm. he definitely is not, and he needs to improve again. You know, we've seen the ups and downs of Gannon. Hopefully, uh, we see more ups than downs. Maybe they thought Rondell forward, Moore was uh, D Hop, and they were like, "Hey, we did a pretty good job containing him." 
but I don't know. I'm also I feel so comfortable at this point saying uh, Jalen's better than Kyler. I don't think anyone. Oh would my god, disagree Ky- there. Kyler is actually bad. Um, dude, like watching this not game, the bad. F- no, he's, he's bad. bad. He's you bad. can you can definitely tell he's, he's he legitimately. No, no, he's like frustrating to watch. And maybe he's not bad, but he's very frustrating to watch. He, the, he calls his own shots when it's unwarranted. Yeah. And the very the funniest part to me is he that looks you can, lost. You can very clearly see that he actually does not watch enough film. Like, that's the part. And people keep breaking it down every week on Twitter. And it actually cracks me up because it's like certain things you look at. It's like, oh, like, well, there's a safety drops here, blah, blah, blah. Oh, and look, he throws it right to the safety. It's like he really doesn't watch yeah. film of these guys. He's, or it, he just doesn't retain it because he has the brain of a 10-year-old. But, but, but was anybody else, like, surprised that they didn't, like, utilize, like, James Conner, like, as, like, well, that, he got hurt. that much? I, I know, but, like, even in the early going, he it wasn't. Our, I mean, people know our run defense is. Yeah, I know, but dude, James Conner. No, I'm gonna be honest. Jordan Davis too is also a pretty big. Yeah, maybe that's why they stayed away from from that. Uh, Say something positive about Kyler. He's not the best running quarterback in the league, but I feel like he might be like maybe the most like effective if that makes sense. Like, I feel like when he starts running, like he. He his style of running well. and how little he is, like not not to be, I'm I'm little, but like just like how little he looks on the field Lord compared to everyone. Like he's just, I don't know, he's like hard to tackle because he's so I'm small big where and it slippery, and like he just, it, and, and it didn't work out in the in end the of the brain. game because he slid short of the, the marker. But uh, no, I mean, listen, he is not a good quarterback. He is somebody that he's you fine. Sh- he, he's somebody that you should beat though. Say he's, he's say a he's, good quarterback. No, okay, all right, Taylor. Say he's mid. You you use the term mid. Okay, he's mid. He, but I, I I like Kirk Cousins more than I like Kyler Murray, Insane. and and I oh, I like Kirk God. Cousins way more than I like Kyler Murray. You like his but team. By the way, you but like his team yes, more, not him. Yes, maybe. Kyler, and by the way, if Kyler had those weapons, I think it'd be Kirk a Cousins story. fucking stinks. But no, he doesn't. He's mid, just yeah, he's like bad, Kyler Murray. But um, he's in real his own quick little though, tier of mid though. Real, real quick though, when um before last last week when we were previewing this game, I I told you Hollywood Brown was going to do something. And he did. He wow, scored. Take so that was, a, no, that, was a hot, that was a hot take at the Bold time. Number take. one receiver will do no, something. No, 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 no. That was a hot take at the something time. Everyone occur. was against me. I was correct about Hollywood Brown, one of my favorite receivers in the league. He's right up there with, uh, with uh, A.J. Brown for me. What's his actual name? Uh, Marquise. Marquise Hollywood Brown. Where'd he go to school? I have no clue, nor do I care. He's on the Cardinals. That's all I need to know. But, dude, the first drive of this game, it it was one of the best Eagles drives of the season. Like, it looked so easy. Yes. uh, Jalen rushes. I forget how many yards it was, but, you know, one of those short touchdowns. By the way, real quick, dude, it's become auto-fucking-matic. The, like, third and one, fourth and one. QB sneaks, baby. QB sneaks. Like, it... Every time I have well, he finished full with confidence. what sixty rushing yards, I think. Uh, sixty-one, 61 on fifteen attempts, two, and touchdowns. two touchdowns. Yeah, I mean the the passing touchdowns haven't been there, and like people will for two weeks in a row now. Dumbass trolls on Twitter will like get their takes off, like oh no passing touchdowns. But I, two but weeks I don't in like that either. But to but be dude, honest. this it, it's a prime example of take what the defense is giving you, man. Yeah. I don't care how Jalen scores, score the score a touchdown, whether you have to run it in, pass it in, just get the ball. But in you're the not end zone. concerned at all about no. like him not like being able to throw the ball into the I, end zone. W- take. Put it this way: Would you rather Jalen have, uh, you know, two touchdowns and maybe like a couple interceptions because it was a day where the defense wasn't giving him a lot, but he was forcing it anyway? Yeah, no, but you know the the whole narrative about running quarterbacks and that Fuck. they they only have their legs to utilize. As I said, I mean, but he's already said, he's already disproven that. Yeah, as I said a couple weeks ago, weeks those people are. Fucking no, I'm not stupid. agreeing with that. And Loki, not not saying you agree. Like people that say that shit, it's just a racist dog whistle. I mean, let's just call it what well, it is. It I, is I don't know if everybody is being racist that say that. I'm sure there are some. It's, it's always the same shit with black quarterbacks. Oh, switch your position. You're not a true quarterback. No, I, uh, that's definitely there. But I'm just saying I would like to see, you know, him no, right, but I'm just throw saying, the ball a little Jalen has clearly shown 
uh, in, insane Because look at his receivers, though. He's, he's shown great improvement throwing the ball. I mean, he had 239 yards. And here's here's th- my thing though with, with what you're saying though. So the the honestly like the protection was not the best for him. Clearly, JJ. Watt I mean, was yeah, you had a rotating door. Of yeah. So like when that yes. when that kind of stuff happens, and it doesn't matter. Honestly, you can see, tell with this team, it doesn't matter how many different offensive linemen you throw in, the run is still going to be. Good. You're forced to use your legs though. So, but yeah, but yeah. Um, but what I'm saying is the run is still going to be good because that's just the way this team is. That's sure. The way the O line's built, it's built to be a running O line, and when People, when certain people are falling out of that and you're plugging guys in, you can still lean on that run heavily. And that's what they were doing, and that's fine. No, I don't, yeah, I don't have any problems. And they were, they were leaning on the screen game uh, a little too hard in some situations. Definitely. Oh, definitely. But I don't like um, going away from A.J. Brown as much as they did. Though. Yeah, that, I mean, I, that, no, I, don't get me wrong. That's probably the biggest. And that's like, not on Jalen. No, that's think. probably that's, the, that's play calling. That's definitely one of the biggest red flags of the game. But I think uh, uh, that's one of those things that I have no reason to assume it'll happen again going forward. AJ's been a focal point of this offense. My, yeah. Something weird I mean, he happened. only had one more reception than Miles Sanders, you know? Yeah. Well, my other thing, too, is like they, were, a, yeah. they were throwing a lot of those screens to Devontae, and I'd like to see AJ get a couple And Dallas, of too. Well, yeah, I mean, Dallas had a those nice were unstoppable. The Dallas screens. I like the Dallas screens. They're literally, like, automatic 10 yards at this point. Yes. He, but yeah. the nicest part, uh, or the, the part I want to see more of, is AJ getting some of those Devontae screens. Because yes, don't get me wrong. Please. Devontae, freak yeah. athlete, obviously can make, but, like, he's getting hit too much. Like, he can make those moves, and every time he was getting one of those screens, he was making crazy moves and actually getting out of a lot of them. But AJ is a guy that can literally just fucking run guys over. But yeah, so if you throw it to him out there, like fucking, hey, he might run a guy over and go for another twenty yards. But like, still finishing for Skinny Batman, ten receptions for eighty-seven yards. Uh, yeah, you know, he killed I'll, it. Ta- I'll take that. He killed it. But I, I again, just going away from AJ, it, it was not concerning, but it kind of pissed me off. That's uh, all. Uh, one of the like actual concerns I have and something that needs to change is uh, Britton Covey can't return punts anymore. No. He's, he's done. Bad, he's done. I'm so on the fence with him, I'm going to be honest. He's a likable fellow. I'm ready to try something. No, it's else not out. even that. It's just, I, from what I've seen from him, like, he does get 5, 10 yards here and there. He might not be as explosive as some he other guys. He's fumbling. And he's only fumbled twice, though. I feel like it's been the last. And two he's weeks got. Though, he's right? also got back. But but, but, but you so say, I mean, but like even like for his position though, isn't fumbling twice and and we're in week five. Like, is that not kind of like concerning? Yeah, it is a little concerning. No, definitely. just because of his role. Yeah, I w- no, definitely. I just wouldn't mind just, trying someone else out. No, I I wouldn't either. But, but who are you going like to try? That's yeah. I don't know. Boston Scott. Uh, I don't. He's I don't, injured. I, yeah, I don't. Oh, well, I mean, when he comes <laughs> and, back, and when he's having rib injuries, like the last thing you want to do is put him in. There and you definitely don't want Devonte back there. Quez Watkins. I would love Kaz back there. I'm going to be honest, but at the same time, I don't want him getting hurt. Cause so you're saying, but but, but like where like where do you draw the line with uh, with Kobe? Like if, if he if he has a fumble next week, are you out? If he or? if he like literally makes like a huge mistake next week, if he has like if honestly for me, if he has like a couple mistakes next week, the biggest thing for me with him is that we haven't really had we we're coming from Jalen Rager, we're coming from literal poverty at the punt returner position. So right, three fumbles in three weeks, assuming he fumbles next week, would be. It's pretty just rough. On, no, it on is pretty par rough. or worse than Rager. Yeah, but <laughs> but also Rager just had no vision, couldn't get up the field really all that well. Like Kobe has actually shown the ability to maybe get five, ten yards, and it doesn't look like. I, I think the real problem, I, though, Pat, as Irishman, is the first name. You know what I mean? <laughs> ah, it, yeah, bad King vibes. of the Britons. It's just a bad Listen, look. If Britain was like returning kicks for like you know fifty yards, but like yeah, fumbling, no, I'd like be like, okay, I can put up with it. But like, but I think it's okay. I need to see some improvement. But here. like we said after no, we after said I forget after what week it, it was either week one or week two. It's like if we're nitpicking like positions yeah. like punt yeah. returner, we're in good shape. Like I said, dude, there's 
people will bitch about this game and say, uh-oh, the, Philly, uh, the Phillies, the Eagles are looking kind of, you know, like there's some holes there. They won a trap game uh, in a game they played bad. That's really all I can say. Good teams win this fucking game, and they won this game. They won it ugly. It doesn't matter. AJ they won Green it. is horrible. <laughs> I mean, I, that's not breaking news, but it's no, like, he's not very wow. He's I mean, yeah, he should have been. Oh, but why is he like still? Shout out, I don't even know why he still starts. Shout out uh, CJGJ for his first uh, Eagles interception. Yeah. Yes, true. congratulations. It, it was very good to see. I and like the, the only CJGJ. Thing, the, I, so I love the guy. Don't get me wrong, but he's, he's beefing with Zachary. It's on the story, dude. I don't that think, was. I don't know how I feel about uh, that. I, like, don't, I could care I, less. No, no, I, I mean, like, it's Zach Ertz, though. I think people overrate Zach Ertz's impact on this organization. No, I think they do. Uh, seriously, I, I think they I'm totally overrate his. I don't what? Yeah. No, I, I'm not saying. Listen, he was a nice player. He was a good player. He was not a Hall of Famer by Zach any Ertz. stretch of the imagination. Uh, outside, of the, outside of the quarterback, Zach Ertz was the best offensive player in the whole entire year of 2017 and also the playoffs. But but Vince, you look at he like, scored the game winning touchdown look, in the Super Bowl. And that's exactly why you love him. But I mean, anybody can come up in the, in, the, in those Super Bowls. There are heroes that are mid. But no one's ever come up before for the Eagles in the Super Bowl. No, of course not for the Eagles. The Eagles never go to Super Bowls. Right. So Zach Ertz is the only one. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but and so, he also kind of set the tone but, oh, for Dallas coming and be this fucking. Yeah. Tank. I mean, that's fine. He's overrated by the fan base. That's all. I, I, I think we I couldn't no, disagree more. It's a. It's almost a Hosky a Hoskins in. Uh, Reese Hoskins oh, has that's, never done yes. anything. Zach Ertz scored the game-winning touchdown. It's the, the same. The only co- no, Super it's Bowl. the same kind of energy. It's not the it, same. It's just a cultish. Yeah. No, but one cult is completely unwarranted because the guy sucks, and the other cult loves a guy who actually contributed to the only Super Bowl in franchise. But he was an average and player. No, we. No. I wouldn't say he was average. He no. was. He was. He was, slightly he was, the, he was like the best offensive two. player not named whatever quarterback was playing on the team. Yeah, I and mean, he was a top five tight end in the league. Yeah. He, like, he, he's, a, he's overvalued by the fan base. That's all. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't give a shit that a current Eagle is beefing with a former well, Eagle who's washed. What's crazy is I agree with you on that, but I completely disagree with you on your other point. No, I think he's overrated I, by, by the fan base. I, I, just, just, I think he no, was a good like, player, but like, overrated like, by the fan know, base. It, that's rubbed, all. it rubbed me the wrong way a little bit. Just because it was Zach. Not me. If it was anybody else, I'd fucking love it. But I mean, at this, like, I was looking because at Because you have like, a sentimental relationship because yeah, of the Super Bowl, which I totally understand. Yeah. And he will always be beloved in the city for that Super Bowl, so will. And well-deserved, by the way. For the Super Bowl, yes. But overall, as a player with his time with the Eagles, he was a great player. But I think he was over, like, it was, that's, that's, it was too cult That's like saying, for me. like, Nick Foles has too much of a cult. No, I, I disagree. There's a big difference he between did, the quarterback. Did he not? There's a big what? difference between the quarterback and, and a position like a tight end. I just, you cannot be surprised that any, almost any player that played a major part but in it's the not 2017 like season Kelsey. is always going to be... Maybe overly loved by the fans. No, I, and that's fine. But I think Zach Ertz specifically is overvalued. That's all. I mean, he was a top five tight end every year he played here. I, I just think so. that it's cultish. That year, that's, he was probably like the best tight end in the NFL. It's just cultish. That's all. But I don't want to argue about Zach Ertz all day. The guy sucks now, and it's probably <laughs> he's in the twilight of his career. But um, I just want to like preview Dallas real quick. Absolutely, because they're not going to get into. And nor should they. Who's starting next week? The NFC Beast. I, baby. I have. They better. They better pray it's the Cooper Eagles Rush. Five and zero for for the their sa- for their sake. They better. They better pray it's Cooper Rush. Giants four and one. Well, I mean, what's probably gonna happen is even the do play. Do- wait, play, wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. Before we get into this game, I need to fucking say something about Ron Rivera. Oh yeah. my God, yeah. dude! Uh, but I, I think it's being misinterpreted. Speaking no, no, of no, players no, that not. are over, absolutely, dude. It's not. I watched. The do you clip. know how long he's Sheamus, been a head coach in the Sheamus, NFL? Sheamus, do you know? Do you know the? 
I'm not, just saying, I'm, real quick. You're going to make me sad because no, I before, can't finish my no, opinion. No, you can real quick. But before you do, I just want you to realize that Ron Rivera has been doing this for a very long time. And what does he, that have to do with anything? Because he knows exactly what he's doing. Did you not watch the clip? The I, multiple of clips? course I watched the clip so multiple it times. it wasn't taken out of context. All right, what do you think it was? It wasn't. He said what he meant. Okay, go which, ahead. And I'm going to. He, he said the reason why the team isn't good is because quarterback. That's what he said. He said because of the quarterback position. That's literally what he said. Yes. So he threw cars. And listen, everyone on this but podcast. But look at the revolving door that that organization has been through with quarterbacks. Everyone knows that I'm I'm anti-Carson Wentz. This podcast is anti-Carson Wentz. Ron Rivera couldn't be more in the wrong for what he did. That is completely oh, yeah, and you don't utterly yeah. unjust and fucked up doing that. But Throw, I love it. Absolutely. No, <laughs> I no, listen, fucking love like, it. Fuck, we don't like Carson, but like you do not... But I don't think he was directly Jameis, throwing he, Wentz under the bus. You pl- you no, pl- I'm, you're gaslighting did. me. Someone play the clip. He literally no, said. And even in the Jonas, explanation. Play, play the clip. <laughs> no, because like he literally said, what's the reason why your not- team isn't succeeding like the other and NFC he East quarterback. teams? And he said quarterback. Yes. And if you listen to the rest of the clip, he actually does go on he to doubles expand down. about how it's, well, like, he why it's the you, reason. Do you know what's going on here? What? Vince Quinn is involved somehow, I know. What? What? What's going no, on? I, I think the owner and the GM are forcing Wentz to start the whole season, and he wants to go to Heineke. Uh, I, so I don't I think they're paying him a shit they ton. Should, they, I mean, well, they yeah, should. Yeah, they should. And that's what I'm saying. Like what Ron Rivera said isn't not true. It's completely true. Yeah, Carson Wentz sucks. They should go to a backup. So why do you have an issue but, with that? Because you just knowing how horrible you he is. do not go out there and throw one of your players under the bus like that. Like yeah, if I'm Carson Wentz, that's the only way they're going to listen to him. No, but th- also let's not let's not like act like Ron Rivera is absolved of sin here. He has been a dog shit coach. No, he's Dude, hard. He dog answer. shit. So if you're Carson, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh god damn yeah, it! Shut see, up. you can't talk shit if on. If you're him. Carson, if Carson Wentz wasn't such a man, Lance of God, Armstrong slander not if, tolerated. If Carson, cancer. if Carson Wentz wasn't such a man of God, tumors, and he was petty like me, don't you dare I make would, fun of Brock. Well, he's petty behind closed doors. I would get up in front of the press in my next press conference and be like, "Oh, well, you know what's separating us from the other NFC teams? Our, our coaching, like." Because he sucks, too. Well, I mean, we do have you to just, pour one out for Matt Rule a little you, later on. But I, I, I will say this. You just don't do that. That's <laughs> no, fucking Matt insane. <laughs> Ron Rivera. I, I, listen, I thought, and maybe I didn't watch the full-length clip. I, all I saw was when he responded quarterback where I'm like, oh, my God, he's definitely talking about what Wentz directly. Who else would he be talking about? No, no one else has <laughs> played quarterback for the team. I understand that. But I was thinking maybe because the question was structured in a way where it wasn't about the specific commander's team. It was about the Washington organization as a whole. What is the main difference between the other teams in the in the division improving and, and your team? Yeah, this and, year. And I don't I didn't realize that. Yeah. I thought that he was basically just talking about no. the revolving no. door that they they've were, had down there. No, they were basically saying the Eagles are undefeated, the Cowboys and the Giants are both four and one, and you guys are one and four, I think, right? Or I don't yes. even know what the record no, is. No, they're one and four now. And so they were basically like, What's separating you from being up there with those guys this season? And he said quarterback play. Yeah. And, and then they even went on to expand. He said he gave props to uh, Cooper Rush and Daniel Jones. Yeah, I mean, that that's fraudulent four and one starts. But I under I understand. Oh, 100%, 100%. I mean, 100%. like, it, anyway, oh, totally. Sorry, is. I didn't mean to go this off topic. But no, no, but seriously, but fucked up by Ron Rivera. I, I think I true. was I think I was wrong about my interpretation of Ron Rivera because I think maybe I was shocked that he would do that. Like, well, see, here's the directly thing about Wentz. Here's the thing, too, about him. He has been known, especially down in Washington, as a player's coach. Like, he's a guy that yeah. the guys like. Which kind of makes Ron. it even more shocking. Yeah, but at the same time, it makes sense because we know how Wentz is. But that's he, but that leads know me to my next point. We know he doesn't like to be coached. No. We know he doesn't listen to people. We know he doesn't 
essentially do what people want. And him he doesn't to do give to a damn about what his teammates think about him. <laughs> yeah, and I so mean, he really does. I like what Taylor said. Just like to, just the visual to imagine Ron Rivera like on his knees begging, like, please let me bench Carson. <laughs> which please, which may be happening. Um, I mean, he sucks. It's but, absolutely what's happening. Yeah. But but Vince, let me ask you this. Like you just you, don't do that. You said that you don't agree with it, and I know um, what the hell's that mid uh, mid quarterback's name that used to be the franchise quarterback down there. Uh, Kirk Cousins. Uh, no, the other Alex one. Smith. Uh, Alex Smith. He went on a whole tangent. Oh, that's horrible. Yeah, you but, don't do it. But think about what well, that was the funny too, because he was even surprised because he was there with Ron. Yes, and he was like, I would never in a million years expect him to do that. So uh, he must he fucking hate. No, Carson. no, no. But, but, but Vince, Vince, l- let me ask you this though. I fucking hate. You him. remember everything that came out of the locker room in Philadelphia with like how horrible he is yeah. and caused like turmoil within the within the locker. Room. How do we Darren know? How, how do how, how do we know what's going on in Washington? No, it could be the I exact agree, same thing. I, that locker room may have turned on Carson Wentz. Do I agree? Sure, but what's you going you on at least keep Terry it, McLaurin is a, being wasted as a coach. Doug Peterson and Carson Wentz had a lot of problems. Doug Peterson never once got in front of a press. A room of press and said and just essentially said my quarterback fucking sucks. <laughs> it's he never. He, it's unconventional. Listen, you, you that's not professional. You don't do that. That it's is not, ins- not that is not inspiring to your team. But that but, is not. But what but is what, but what is if, Wentz what, doing behind the door? Uh, what, behind yeah, what if the doors? rest of the team is sitting there like oh, fuck well, yeah, Ron? Yeah, listen, <laughs> that, Vince, do you think uh, Terry McLaurin is excited to go to work every Sunday? <laughs> no, I have no, do, idea. no. Seriously, knowing the talent that that guy has, you guys don't. He could be so much better with 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 anyone else. I agree. With Kyler Murray, you don't agree with me at all here. It's a little unprofessional. No, no, I, I know it is. Of but course, at the same it's time, unprofessional. At the same time, but like it's Wentz, and we know him. But Doug Peterson, he's a piece of shit. Doug Peterson was able to come to work with well, a guy Doug who Peterson, fucking hated him. No, no, no. But Doug Peterson, Doug Peterson knew Jalen was coming. I'm kind of talking about 2020. Like, no, Doug Peterson literally like was best friends with Carson. I mean, it ended pretty bad. It didn't though. Like they were still close. Like didn't he would, Carson like say basically fire him? Yes. But they were still like best friends. <laughs> I, I wouldn't want my best friend to be fired. I know. Oh we I know. Need to do it. But we need. Can you call Bartrand? Yeah, this is I, like, I didn't this mean is to like do this. Please get Bartrand on the bullshit. <laughs> I just listen. No, no, Vince. I will I give just it think to you. Ron Rivera it, it was totally unprofessional. Ron, if, listen, if Ron Rivera has such a problem with Carson Wentz, like that's something you take up in the locker room. You don't let it bleed out into the media like oh, that. I love it. I, I don't want. Oh, I love it because like fuck him. But like I'm saying, if I was a Commanders fan or. Whatever I would be a little like, what do you do? They especially don't, they when, don't exist. especially when the coach fucking stinks. I, I absolutely agree with you, but uh, we probably we probably don't have a lot of time to preview Dallas week. No, which, we're which, gonna finish with which, that though, which, so which is on. fine. But um, I, I will say this: heading into Sunday night football, Buck Aikman in the room. Is it Sunday night? Are yeah. You okay. We get Buck Aikman. At, no. At, no, they do Monday no. night. Oh, they do Monday night now. Yeah. Who's on the call Sunday night? Chris Collinsworth and Mike Tariq. Yes, I, I like those two too. <laughs> We got those guys. Not watched a game. Nah, he is like, no, I have, but I've been fried out of my mind. No, I will agree with Seamus. The uh, the shake up in the uh, it's confusing. It has it has confused. Nobody wants to hear Joe Buck on Monday nights. It has confused me a little bit. Um, so I feel you. I miss Al Michaels. I don't. Uh, he sucks. That Just app, watch on Thursday. Him app. and Kirk Herbstreit is a fucking train wreck. <laughs> but, but those Dude, games so are train wrecks. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That schedule is no, horrendous. No, I know, but don't. also Al Michaels is just so stupid. That was, yeah, no, <laughs> the Thursday night football it, games are bad. No, it's but, uh, bad. Anyway, no, bro, he's Sunday night, losing it. Sunday but, night football. Sunday night football at the link, it's going to be fucking electric. The first we're going to hang, hang out with the Fink at the tailgate. What the hell's City Pigeons podcast? We might... I might hop on me. there. Wow. I might hop on there. Dude, you don't you guys don't come down to the actual stadium to Yeah, you, you gotta do that. We can see the stadium from where we're at. <laughs> yeah, oh, but you're I not mean, in the parking lot in the grit. Are you gonna be involved in the Gargano watch party? 
I know he's he's having a watch party like somewhere like close to where you guys do it on that day. No. Um. So no, you will not be. But um, <laughs> looking forward to this game, I'm actually kind of happy with how the dude six how and zero. I'm six and zero going into the bye week. I'm happy with how the Cardinals game went uh, defensively against uh, Jalen because I feel like it will have prepared him a little bit because yeah. the Cardinals were very blitz heavy and obviously you're gonna have to deal with uh, one of the best overall players in the whole NFL and Micah Parsons mm-hmm. and just a defensive unit that's been kind of clicking on all cylinders. Dan Quinn, listen, Dan Quinn is a, he's not a good head coach. We saw it. We saw it in, no, in real life. Dan Quinn is on this funny like life cycle where it's just kind of gonna be the same cycle. I have a feeling where he's gonna be a great defensive uh, coordinator. And then people are going to be like, oh, we should hire him as our head coach. He'll go be a head coach. It's going to be a John He'll Pagan get fired, and then he'll go back to being a, an elite defensive coordinator. Right. That's just, it is what it is. Yeah, that's the life of an Irishman. He yeah, should forever just accept that, hey, I'm a, a great defensive coordinator. This should just be what no, I No, but do. Irish people are stubborn, man. They, they want to be at the top of their game, man. And Dan Quinn is no different than your other plastic patties around the world. <laughs> but uh, we, I am looking forward to this, to this game. Because obviously it's Dallas. If Jalen Hurts shakes like Micah, Parkin, Micah Parsons out of his boots or something, like I will, I will come. scream. I will now, now, what do you think is going to be um, offensively for Dallas? Who do you think is going to give us the most run for our money? I, like the most. I mean, we're, are we assuming Dak Prescott? Like the running game or, or the or the passing Before, game? We're assuming Dak Prescott's playing, right? Or are we? Assuming no, I'm assuming Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush. I'm, Cooper Rush? Cooper Rush, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm, 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 dude. I know they're four and one. And I know that we're coming off a game where we didn't play our best, like. But I don't really. Fear but Cooper Rush is not a good. Yeah, I honestly, I don't fear the Cowboys at no. all. What? I don't either. No. Like I guess like Ceedee Lamb, but like I, no, I think, I'm also I think, like extremely confident in Darius. Well, Slay Tony and James Pollard's Bradbury. a good player too. I think our biggest issue is probably gonna be running. Yeah. Like straight up. I, I, Tony Pollard's gonna eat. A I mean, bit. Zeke has actually looked a little bit better. I guess. By Tony the way, Pollard real, looks good. Real quick though, um, N'Kobe Dean, like, what is up with him? Is he's, he just? He's been playing. Yeah, he got but it. But he hasn't like done anything. He's a rookie. Because but again, also, but he was like the, he was like one of the best draft yeah, picks but, but, I thought. But, 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 but our, our reason, our, our TJ Edwards and Kazir White. <laughs> That's not playing. something to laugh about. This guy was like so like piped up. Yeah, because he got well, injured. We, you got to remember, we also thought that our linebackers. I'm just saying, you don't I'm think gonna, that it's weird that Nicobe Dean has also, not been impactful at all. We also thought our linebackers were going to suck. Yeah, that's true. TJ Edwards has been way better than anyone expected, and Kazir White has also been amazing. So there hasn't been a need. To get and you don't want to move Kaiser White. Uh, yeah, I understand. You, yeah, so like it's it's not Nicobe Dean's fault. He's just no, I'm not saying it's his no, fault. I know. I'm I just s- think it's weird. He's gotten in there from time to time, but like you're running out two guys that are playing way better I than anyone expected. Yeah. But but weren't people more excited about Nicobe oh, Dean than they were listen, Jordan Davis? People were extremely no, 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 no because Jordan Davis no, had the had no, the issues. People, people were excited about Nicobe Dean because he dropped to like the sixth yeah. round and he should have been like a second. I, or yeah, I remember top. being. I, like, I just remember being people being very excited about. Yeah, Nicobe because Dean. we got a second rounder in this fucking. Yeah, like people all, people were very excited. <laughs> it's just I've said a million times you're going to hear more calls for Nicobe Dean if like T.J. Edwards falls off a cliff and starts sucking or White starts or or, or him. Yeah, so. That's the only reason he hasn't been in much, but I mean, when he's been in, it's it's been one of those things where like you don't really hear he his has, name much, which, which is a good. good thing. He's uh-huh. also been very good on special teams. He hasn't fucked up. Yeah. Well, that's good then. Uh, no, I'm just curious because I just haven't really. Um, but noticed. I guess I guess I shouldn't sleep on the Cowboys so much. I, I guess yeah, you're right. The, the biggest going to be by far the best defense they played. Oh, that's the part that's more worrisome is the defense. Yeah, I'm not, their offense their, doesn't scare their me. Their offense doesn't really. scare me really. Yeah, like you just said. Like I, I mean, guess, they, he's got weapons, but. Do they have? I mean, yeah. C.D. Lamb is has Cooper very Rush, good. But has Cooper Rush been in a game where he's been sacked like a bunch yet? 
Because um, I feel like that's like he one was of sacked three times last week. I feel like this is one of those games where the Eagles could get a bunch of sacks and rattle Cooper up. I mean, he was sacked three times last week. Maybe we double that this week. I'm seeing what they did to Trevor Lawrence. I mean, you never know. But Listen, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw Dak at us, which, I mean, I, that doesn't scare me at all. I actually would rather Dak play. Yeah, as I mean, crazy as just coming sound. off, but I think coming off look, an injury. The offense also looked more dysfunctional with him at the helm than it Oh, it certainly did. But I don't think that's a testament, like, mm-hmm. with the success that they've had. I don't think it's a, te- a testament to, I'm not trying to take anything away from the kid, because whenever he's played, he's helped them. Like You just like him because he was your fantasy no, quarterback. No, Cooper Rush? I'm ta- <laughs> I'm not, no, 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 no. Okay, I'm, ta- I'm talking, talking about Dak. Rush. But, like, they had to use him before last season, I believe. He's un- And he's been great every time they yeah. had to, like, he's been serviceable. Uh, but I don't think that it's because he's a good quarterback. I think that it's he's a serviceable guy who has weapons and I just has a line. When, listen, their much. defense is great. But when you look at these two teams, uh, what sounds more likely? This Dallas Cowboys team winning five in a row or this Eagles team winning six in a row? I really feel like this Eagles team winning winning six in a row is more likely. There's than no this way Cowboys Dallas is going to win five, five in a row. I, I can't see it in Philadelphia. I also think, uh, yeah, being in Philly is a big... Testament. I also now think Christmas Eve might be. An I, issue. I also think that this is going to be not that he doesn't get fired up for every single game. I feel like this is one of those games that uh, Jalen Hurts circled on the calendar. Oh, there's no doubt. You need to. He needs to perform oh, against especially the Cowboys. after last year. That's what I'm talking about. This the Cowboys have owned the Eagles the last couple of years. Low key. There's no doubt. Uh, they've not even oh, low key. It's pretty high key. key. No, yeah. they've owned them. So uh, I was about to say Carson. Uh, Jalen needs to come out and like, thi- uh, like I said, this has to be one of those games he circled on the. On the calendar. Well, like, I mean, this Nick, is an important Nick Sirianni, game. Uh, uh, shall I do the John K. Taylor? Sirianni. Nick Sirianni was asked in the uh, press conference. They didn't even do it right. The post. I don't even know what you're talking about when you say <laughs> it. I just like like to bond with you. But like the in the <laughs> post game press conference, um, he was asked about like the recent struggles the Eagles have had against the Cowboys, and basically he was like, "Why sh- why do we care about like what happened in 2001 yeah. or whatever? Like nobody gives a shit." What what happened pretty much is what he said. This is a completely different team. Yeah, I mean I Dallas like, is good, but I like what Jalen said. He said, you know, he doesn't want to hear none of that five and zero shit. You know, we'll enjoy it, but like every week, it's just one. Of it's them. interesting yeah. you said you like what Jalen says because he's starting to annoy me. Not because <laughs> no, he really is. No, and I love the guy, but it's the really? way. Yeah, because he always speaks in like the the euphemisms and like the you. It's all he's this, an NFL quarterback. Hey, That's I know, what they do. It's yeah. the same you know, thing. It, it's annoying though. He's stoic. I know, but I just wish that like somebody could like break through that wall one time and see a little bit of personality. That's what every quarterback does. No, I know. It's just I loved. I know that Jalen has a good personality. That's why it like pisses me off when it Guess doesn't show. Guess where you'll see it. We, Super Bowl. Well, I was gonna say we're right. taking him to Barnes. But we got <laughs> the, the season. The, the biggest take Jalen to Barnes. Is he old enough to go to Barnes? Bef- yeah, what? He's twenty three. I don't like, know. Or he's twenty four. I know he's a young guy. I don't um, know if they raise the age. I'm I'm fine either way. <laughs> okay. Anyway, obviously our biggest concern here is the defense uh, of the Cowboys. It's not Noah um, Brown. I Noah mean, Brown might be. Listen, Tra- Trayvon Diggs. That like, Michael Gallup. Trayvon Diggs is. Never know. Obviously, he gets a fuck ton of interceptions, <laughs> but like, let us not forget. Dude, he set he, like a world record. Yeah, he set like a, a record. league record. He had yeah, like listen, 40 interceptions you know, last year. You know dude. why he had so many interceptions? Because like, because he's good. Aren't scared to, no, people aren't scared to throw it. Bro, yeah. you, you can't say he's not very good. No, I'm like not saying, he's, good. I'm not he, saying he's, he gambles every yes, play. Yeah. I'm gambles. not saying he's not good, but like, Darrell Revis. Would you take him on the on. Eagles? Yes. Darrell Revis is one of the best cornerbacks of all time. Does not have the most impressive interception numbers. You know why? Because they called the person he was guarding Revis Island because mm-hmm. no one threw that way. Even Richard Sherman. He played on the uh, the Legion of Boom, and the right side of the field was almost a non-factor for the for the opposing offense. Great cornerbacks don't get thrown at a lot. 
Trayvon Diggs gets thrown at a fuck ton, and yeah, he gambles and it pays off for him, and he gets a lot of interceptions, but he also lets up a fuck ton of yards. So I am confident in a matchup between him and A.J. Brown, and I completely am confident. I think the biggest. I think AJ will cook him. Yeah. I think either AJ or Devontae will cook the him. The biggest problem is going to in the fryer. It's going to listen. The biggest problem and who could possibly win the Cowboys the game single handedly is Michael Parsons. He's a world eater. No, he's he a is, beast. He's on that level of like Aaron Donald type players in the NFL. No, right there's now. no doubt. He about is him. so fucking good, and I am so mad that he is a Cowboy because like I like him like a lot. Like I yeah. I thoroughly like enjoy his game. Like and well, Jason Jason Peters looks pretty good for them. <laughs> Phenomenal! Oh yeah, uh, the line. Did we all not know that that, that that was going to be a disaster? Uh, we got to end up. Let's end with this. Uh, the Eagles are favored by five and a half. Uh, let's go around here. Are we laying the points? What do you guys think? And just flat out, do the Eagles the win the game? Terrible line. That's so a terrible. Line. You would take Cowboys. I'd stay with away. the points. No, oh, okay, that's a terrible. Line. I, I don't know. Do you think the Eagles win though? No, no spread involved. Dead air. You need to give an answer. Dead air. This is my heart's beating. All right, let's go to Jim in the Northeast. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> not, so not a confident yes. Not right. a confident yes. That's because the Birdmen are feeding him false notions. I'll go here. <laughs> if I was betting, I would bet on the Cowboys plus five and a half, but the Eagles will win. I think it's going to be like a three-point win. I don't know what any of those Vince numbers mean, but uh, I I'm was. Not, I just said we're going to win. But I, Vince is scared. Listen, I think it's an Eagles-Cowboys game where both teams are playing pretty good. I think the Eagles win like... Like 27, 24, 24, I don't 21. think it's gonna, I, I don't think it's going to be that close. Yeah, no, I don't think it's going to be the high scoring. Actually, I'm going to take that back. Maybe like 24, 21. No, I think it might be high scoring, but I don't think it's going to be close. So you I, think I, I think the Eagles roll. You would lay the points. Yes, okay. I think the Eagles roll. I think we win by a touchdown. Okay, that's, I, I think that's I think we win by two scores. Listen, Sheamus was right last week about the trap game. But so, uh, but uh, I said that keep an eye out on what Sheamus says here. I, I think that that they win by two scores. That's fair. That's all. I I think they win by a field goal. <laughs> that is horrifying. Doesn't have to be like a time. <laughs> no, that really is horrifying. Doesn't have to be like you know we make a field goal. And, and time I don't. Expired, I don't say that's horrifying that we get the win because uh, I'm happy with the win, but it's going to be a horrifying no, experience like, watching my, it. Listen, my chest will be beating because out of Arizona my, uh, was a horrific. My experience. heart will be beating out of my chest, and I will be screaming and pulling hair out. But that's what is watching Philadelphia sports, if not what I just described. Yeah, tonight, well, I, I mean, the Phillies can't. You know, they're not on that level anymore, buddy. I mean, that yeah, ninth are. inning was um, t- before Costa and, that and catch was scary. Ranger me. loading up the bases. Yeah, <laughs> dude, it was. It, listen, they won. Like they scored a lot Shit, of runs, but it on, was man. like nerve wracking. Come on, man. I <laughs> we're going to the. I NLCS. was going out of my mind. All right, like, let's get out of here. You guys have any final thoughts on this? I'm not going there. Any final thoughts on the show see. today? Uh, yeah, I, I just want to say to Phillies Nation, to everyone who doubted me, including all three of you. And yourself. Um, you denounced the them three times. Literally this yourself. But but I you doubted yourself. But I always <laughs> but I always had hope. And uh I'm just excited. Let's enjoy the ride, man. It's fake fan. Let's go Phillies. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess my final thoughts would just be like I'm so happy to be to be I'm sitting so here. Happy. I'm so happy to be sitting here with you guys <laughs> and like finally being able to do and we didn't even touch Finally being able to do a show who, who cares at that point. We'll we'll get to Tyrus that. Maxey's a god. Tyrus Maxey is a god. But awesome. I'm just so happy to be sitting here with you guys and like finally being like we can have a show where we're completely and utterly optimistic. The, this and was happy. the best show <laughs> in. This is the best show in the history of from the news. I remember we did a show that was almost the antithesis of this. Like maybe last year when it was the day. No, that like a all, week ago. No, no, no. Remember, remember <laughs> that day. Week. Do you remember that day last year where like all of the Philly sports teams lost on the same? Yes, yes. But and it was right after something like good happened. The Sixers. So, this if something with the Sixers. We have been here know. for some lows, and today <laughs> is certainly. Probably the highest oh, the we've best, ever been. It's the best show so, we've had. Take it all in, guys. I and, love it. Enjoy and and by the way, enjoy the way I look today. Go birds, go birds, go birds. Talk to you guys next week. Nikki Castellanos, baby.